It is Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce with me as well. Um, Patrick, we got a few things to get to today, including some tennis. You surprised me when you said we got to talk tennis. And I said, okay, Patrick, we can talk tennis and maybe we'll get to some of the other teams in town here in a minute. But Patrick, I don't understand why everybody was so negative at the All-Star break. All it took was the Twins... You know, getting to Oakland, winning three, the Guardians lose three. Next thing you know, the lead's right back up to two and a half, and uh, and everything's okay, right? Yeah, and uh, that Oakland team, uh, it's not quite like when they had Vita Blue and Joe Rudy (laughs) and Sal Bando and Reggie and those guys. Who are these guys? I don't don't know know any of them. I don't know. There's about one guy I ever heard of. Tony Kemp, he's been kicking around for 14 years. He almost beat him with a slap single yesterday. It's an awful team, but uh, All Star Brent Rooker. Don't forget about All Star Brent Rooker. Brent Rooker, that's true. Who's uh, not good enough to start, I guess, all the time for them. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it was not an impressive series, but they won three games. So I guess we should be happy. Uh, obviously, there's great panic, and there should be about Byron Buxton. Uh, he goes over twelve in that series. He's now hitting 199. Ooh. Uh, he came back. Uh, we all the season starts tomorrow. Uh, the season starts now. He came back. He hit the ball hard for about four or five days. He, he had four, uh, three hits on July fourth, and since then he's one for twenty six. And uh, what kills you is he's taken up the DH spot, so you can't right. play the Julian kid. He uh, uh, can't hit. He can't hit left-handed pitching. What's what? Which is weird, right? 100, 100, 125 or something against lefties. I mean, it's unbelievable. What? What is what? I, should, I don't know. He should kill left. On. He should kill lefty, shouldn't he? Or he should at least be competitive against them. I have no idea. Uh, my theory is he's not a. You know, okay, I I think there's two kinds of hitters, right? There's athletes who you know who happen to play baseball. And can get a hit once in a while. And then there's natural hitters. And there's Joe Maurer and, right. you know, there's you Luis know, Arias. Kirby, Kirby Puckett, Louis, Luis Arias, uh, guys who react to the ball and then hit it. They don't have to guess when it leaves the pit. You know, they don't have to say, I wonder what he's throwing. I mean, they all guess to some. Yeah. They all yeah. sit on pitches, but they can react when they're, you know, they can react when the pitcher, when the pitch they're kind of sitting on isn't the pitch, they can yep. still react and do something with it. I think this, uh, you know, Solano is a, looks like a hitter because he's sure not an athlete, right? And yes. uh, he's a hitter. And Julian, I think this kid's a hitter. You know, yep. he's, a, he's just a hitter. And Kirilov is kind a, of yeah, is a made hitter because his dad started having BP with him when he was four. You know, so uh, he's a made hitter, but he's a He's a he's a hitter. He's a he's not a great athlete. He's a hitter. But Buxton's a athlete who plays baseball and is going to strike out and look bad. But this is this is now Sano like. This is can he handle modern pitching? And I don't yeah. know if he I don't know if he can. Can he handle the fact that you're seeing four or five different pitchers every game? And they all have good stuff. I said you know, last night on Twitter, they just don't throw cookies anymore. They don't no. throw nearly as many cookies as they used to. 
and he's a cookie hitter. <laughs> you know, that's what he hits. And he's totally screwed up now. So uh, they, uh, he does nothing for them. He's, uh, you know, and everybody said, well, you got to get him out of the middle of the lineup. Yes, you do. <laughs> Who are you going to put in the middle of the lineup? Yeah. They had Willie Castro batting fifth yesterday. Yeah. A Detroit Tiger reject who had a pretty good first two months. And since the start of June has been awful. He's uh, he, he had like since since the All Star break, he had done nothing but strike out uh, until uh, he got a he got a blue pit the other day. But he can't be your five hitter. Here's no. their problem: we're all wondering what's wrong with the Twins. They aren't good. That's what's the problem. Yeah, they aren't good. When Buxton's hitting 199, it's not because of Rocco. It's not because of the hitting coach. It's because of Buxton. And, uh, and you that, look at that lineup they put on the field yesterday. That's not a that's not a, a lineup that people should be mad that they aren't doing better. You know, Correa's been okay lately. Buxton's just, you know, maybe he's going to be down on the beach with Miguel Sano, retired here pretty. Maybe you're going to have to give him a five-year buyout or something because he's Jeez. awful. So I don't know what the – you know, they, they did win three, and uh, the starting pitching wasn't as good as it been. No. As it's been. I mean, Lopez coughed up a five-run lead right off the bat, or six-run lead. Six-run lead, yeah, six-nothing. Yeah, six-run lead. And Joe Ryan has not been as good lately. Uh, but they were playing Oakland, so they won yes. three. That's right. They won three. Now they go to Seattle. Let's see. And you know what? I think Rocco letting Duran save all three said, I might as well use him again Sunday because, I mean, I might not have a chance to win a game up in Seattle. So right. There might not be one to finish. So let's get this win when we can get it. And uh, and now I, I got to think. He, now he didn't throw that many. I think he only had 29 pitches the two previous games. So yeah. I guess they put him out there. But uh, that was a pretty bold move by twin standards I've, of seeing him again. That was a desperation move right there. I I don't remember seeing him three games in a row ever. I maybe that's happened before and I'm just not remembering it. But usually they, they're pretty cautious and say two is the two is the most. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I think they did say on TV yesterday that he hadn't done that before. But okay. uh you know, uh the uh I, I was thinking probably the last time that they had anybody save three games in three days was uh, Perky might have done it back in the day, you know, because that's the way you use closers back then. But right. I, I I can't remember that happening. But, you know, and then there were years there where they didn't have a chance to save three games in a row. So, uh, yeah, okay, they win three games or two and a half ahead because Cleveland's, you know, Cleveland's wobbly. But, uh, you know, my White Sox might be a little too far to behind, even though they beat the Braves twice in a row. You ought to you ought to get you ought to be declared Central Division champions just because you did that because <laughs> they beat the <laughs> right. Braves twice when nobody else could do it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's they they won three, and I guess we shouldn't be all negative. But uh, they're just yeah, they're not good. They're, no. they're it's, it's a bad lineup, and it's it, it, and it's it's uh, I I don't know people want want to change things and but. You know, you want Kirilov to play against lefties. They want Julian to play against lefties. Well, we don't know if they can hit lefties or not. So, 
Yeah. I wouldn't think Kirilov could, but anyway. Kirilov, when you got homered like that, he homered off a lefty yesterday, so he at least yeah, got he something going there. Yeah. Yeah, I would have him in a lineup uh, against lefties more than I'd have Kepler in a lineup against lefties. But, uh, boy, they ain't giving up on Kepler, are they? They're not going to give up on him. They're just going to run him out there. They, well, uh, 209 with a 680 OPS. I mean, uh-huh. although if you're if you're inclined to give up on Kepler, you should be giving up on Buxton. I mean, their lines are almost <laughs> yeah, exactly right. their lines are almost exactly identical right now. I mean, uh-huh. Buxton's got a little bit more equity built up in terms of past track record. But I mean, here's the thing with Buxton. Like, do you? He's talked about this before, and I don't know how much this impacts him this year. But not playing in the field a single bit, not a not an inning in the outfield this year. You're talking about an athlete like Buxton who, you know, I don't know what it is physiologically, what it is psychologically. I don't think he is cut out to be a DH. You know, he he did fine with it last year when they kind of mixed and matched, and he's done fine with it in a limited role, but to make him a permanent DH this year, I don't, I'm not trying to give him an excuse. I'm just saying, is does, does that not go against his nature in some way? Does that not, does he just not seem like someone who would thrive in that role to you? Well, I'm sure it wouldn't be his preference, but uh, they've they are convinced that uh, if they play him in the outfield, he's not going to last because he's got a chronically bad knee. They they are convinced that, uh, you know, that we keep, oh, he's going to run into a wall and blah, blah, but that's not it. They, right. He's got a bad knee. It's like, and, and the other thing here now is apparently Polanco's in the same situation. Now they, they're calling this a quad or something, but he's, you know, he's got the bad leg too. And, uh, so there's your two of your best players, but uh, yeah, I, I, everybody wants him to play center field. I think a lot of it's okay. They gave him all this money to be a center fielder. Well, the reason he took a hundred million instead of more was because he didn't know about his long term health anyway. That, that's why yeah. I've said I've said that fifty times, and I'm sticking with that. But but I don't know. He had plenty of bad periods when he was a center fielder too. He, look at his early career; he was. Uh, he was awful for, uh, he's never, he's not really been a, how many great years has he had with the bat one? And that was a half a year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's not a, he's not a great hitter, you know, and he's, and now he's a terrible hitter. So it could be the pitching. It could be, you know, people want him to play center field. Well, the other guy's probably a better center fielder now than him anyway, or just as good. So, uh, you know, if Buxton's playing with a bad leg, so. Taylor's a Taylor can't hit, but then neither can Buxton. So, you <laughs> know, so, so and Taylor run in, run in and hit a home run every once in a while, and uh, he he doesn't get hurt. So, I I don't think him not. I I wouldn't give him that excuse, but you know they got to be looking at all options now here and saying somebody people are saying, well, maybe he can play a corner outfield. That'd be worse. You know, to me yeah. the. To me, it's more dangerous to put a guy like that in a corner than it is in center field where he can go do whatever he wants to do. But who knows? Maybe when they get back, they'll play him. I, I think I told you this last week. The uh, Back in 1976, I believe, maybe 75, I guess it was 70, uh, the Twins, 75. The Twins were so hard up for fans that in September they promoted – Rod Carew moves to first base day. 
Okay. And they, they had a promotion. Come and see Rod play first. He's now no, no longer a second baseman. He's going to play first. And that was a promotion. And 7,000 people showed up or something. But uh, maybe we could have Byron goes back to center field day. Uh, people would show up for that. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. they, they, could use, <laughs> they, they could use the fans, Patrick. They could yes. use the fans. Well, they could now. I mean, their, their attendance has been okay. But yeah. uh, it's uh, – I. I my theory is people wanted to like this team, but they don't because they made it impossible. They yeah. made it impossible with their, uh, with their, uh, you know, lack of hitting, lack of offense has been terrible. So, well, even, not, but they're not good. They're not right now. They're not good. That's no. why they're not hitting. They're not good. You know, even, even when they win three, even when they hit over the weekend, there's a, there's just the element of, yeah, but there's, you know, it's like they did this against Kansas City, you know, a week or two ago and, and won three, and then they got absolutely roasted by Baltimore. Now they come out of the break, they beat Oakland. I mean, you know, they they very well still could win, you know, they're more than a more than a coin flip, certainly at this point, especially after those three games to win this division and make the postseason. It would be hilarious, too, by the way, if this team was, if this team, you know, wins 84 games wins the AL Central and is the one that finally breaks the postseason <laughs> losing streak because they've had many better teams than this one. Oh, yeah. Make oh, the playoffs yeah. in 2019, 2010, 2006. I mean, a lot of teams in there that didn't win a single playoff game that, you know, not only should have won a playoff game, but probably should have won a playoff series or been a more competitive. But it would be funny if this was the team that somehow yeah. you know, broke that streak, even though they, they might just stumble in barely above 500. Uh, well, you'll find out what they think about themselves, uh, if they trade, whether or not they trade Sonny Gray on August 2nd, Yeah, uh, if they, that'll, that'll tell you what they think about themselves. Uh, uh, I think there's enough pressure on, uh, Falvey and, uh, that they'll probably won't trade him that they'll probably roll with it. But, uh, uh, you know, they can't, they can't look at the way this, they, they can't look at, a uh, um, a completely ineffective Bucks, Buxton, a team without Polanco in a lineup, a uh, team that's, you know, Royce Lewis is probably won't be back till the middle of August. And we still, everybody wants to declare him as the future. We don't know yet. And, uh, uh, you know, you can't look at this team and say, uh, boy, we better, uh, you know, we better make sure we we let's go get them some help or something. I this is not a team you're going to go get help, but you will find out that if Sonny Gray uh, gets traded or not, then you know what they think about themselves. So, well, of course, last time they thought little of themselves. They traded Jaime Garcia after a week, and then they ended up winning the division. And they traded that's their they traded their closer that year too, Kinsler. <laughs> Kinsler, that's right. Yeah, our guy Kinsler. Yeah, is he still going? I don't know. If he, that's a good question. I don't he's know. Let me, let me look at that. Cause I he, don't know. He's had some arm trouble. I know he's a heck of a guy. though. Um, I talked but, to him last year, a couple of times. I haven't talked to him this year. MGM wine and spirits is the choice for savings service and a great selection of spirits, pre-mixed cocktails, wines, and of course, ice cold beers and hard seltzers. With over 30 locations throughout the Twin Cities and beyond, there's an MGM near you. Head to MGMWineAndSpirits.com to find a convenient location in your area. Get social. Follow MGM on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest news and trends. Make great moments with MGM Wine and Spirits, your locally owned and operated choice for over 50 years. Save time, save money. Shop MGM. 
not even a rumor. I think Lavelle brought it up. I can't remember if it was Lavelle or Suhan brought it up, and I've seen it somewhere else. The idea of Goldschmidt. What what does that do for you? Nah, how much you can know? You're you're not gonna. What are you gonna give him the whole? You you already traded that. I know. You already traded a lot of your prospects. Uh, you're gonna have to trade. You're gonna have to trade better prospects for Goldschmidt than you traded for uh, Tyler Malley. Who you ended up giving the steer or steer away and that other kid and Incarnacion uh, Strand has no PS of like a thousand at AAA yeah, right now. Yeah, boy, could you we use him too because he's a right-handed hitter. Yes, he doesn't have a position, but that's okay. Nobody here does. It's okay. You could you could you could, you could play him somewhere. Have him go stand at third base or something. He'd be better than Miranda. So that's uh, yeah, boy, boy, they need a right-handed hitter though. I, I mean, Goldschmidt is what. He's got one year left, I think. But uh, no, I mean, to, for what end? What? What? what what's the? Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't end. know what it would take to get someone like that. He's thirty-five yeah. years old. He's he is he signed through two thousand twenty-four, so he's not a free agent until two thousand twenty-five. So that's salary you're taking on too, because he's expensive. Yeah, he is extremely expensive, but he's great. He's a he's a hell of a player. But why would? I mean, the Cardinals. If he's on the market, there's better teams that are going to be. Uh, yeah, that's true. There's going to be better teams. He he wants to go someplace where he can win. I don't think he has a trade refusal, but uh, no. Was he the MVP, was he the MVP you know, last year? I think so. Yeah, wasn't yeah. it last year? I think it was and, last year. And uh, here's the deal. Well, we now have the internet is is in, insane right now, right? Oh yeah, what you, always you has go been. on there. No, no, it's worse than ever. Yeah. Because you can go on there and you'll see a headline like if you log on to the I think it's the Microsoft page, right? Because oh, one yeah. of my computers upstairs, you get the Microsoft page. And and then it says Timberwolves trade uh Carl Anthony Towns for three players, right? And then you read the story and it's some guy from Bleacher Report proposing suggest- something suggesting that they yes. should make this trade right and then there's, there's these other you know these other things and now okay goldschmidt blah 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 goldschmidt well somebody somebody says well the twins need a hitter let's put right let's let's put it out there that the twins might get paul goldschmidt it's complete crap yeah. and uh you know if if they're gonna the cardinals are probably trying to move him i would guess yes they're terrible this year. And their general manager's done though. They're, he's gonna get fired one hundred percent. So uh that they're killing him down there. So uh but, but yeah, they might trade him because they're they just had one of the worst years they've ever had. I, I saw a list of their ten, you know, they started in eighteen eighty or something, and this is one of their ten worst years ever. So Yikes. So oh. they yeah, they're gonna try to move him, but uh it, it it's all these the rumors used to be based on some national guy, you know, who's yes. calling calling fifty agents. But this is now there's twenty five websites where some guys just sitting around thinking up trades. They put them on the internet and put a headline on them like right. they happened. Yes, you know? and there's an echo so, chamber to it too. Hey, uh, yeah. Kinsler uh, last pitched in twenty twenty one. It looks like he's probably. 
at least in the majors, he's probably well, done. He's he'll be thirty nine in a few days here too, so he's not. Uh, he's not probably back ticket. home with his babies. I would think he's got a couple of kids. I think. Okay, he's a, he's a heck of a guy. But yeah, uh, and, and he was, anyway. He was a, I don't he, know. Yeah, this uh, our fighting clinks are just. You watch that series, and there were probably I watched quite a the other when Maeda was pitching. That yeah. was here. That was Friday night, right? Yes, I couldn't take it. I, three innings, I quit. I quit. I, I went upstairs and watched some stuff with my wife for two hours and checked out. I never watched any of the comeback or anything. It was unbelievable. 80 pitches for three innings, all slop. It yeah. was all, he didn't have, he could have, you know, he was terrible. And I've been saying all along, I didn't think this was going to play that stuff that he was, that I saw the first couple of games that he got him out with. But uh, it was awful. I gave him a new nickname, Root Canal, when you watch him. I mean, because you watch him, it's like a Root Canal. Oh, geez. So 80 pitches in three innings. That's the way that's that series good. started. So it's hard to get, it's hard to say, oh, wow, the Twins won three games over the weekend when they, you know, the, the team, the team was dedicated to getting, getting beat three more Oakland. It's, uh, that's, Three road games in front of that raucous crowd in Oakland. That was fantastic. Yeah. Hey, did Pizza. they have a did they have a skunk in the in the in the uh, press box? I you know I don't know. The only thing I saw did, from the... were they just referring to the possum and they thought it was a skunk or something. I don't, but apparently, I don't know. apparently there was vermin in with Dick and Ploof and that's Berkey. funny. And I didn't see that skunk. I'll... I heard somebody say skunk, <laughs> but uh, all I. Was, all I saw was that Plouffe predicted a Kirilov home run. That was pretty good on Sunday. And he's, I guess, pregame, he was talking to Kirilov about how he thought he was going to hit a home run that day. And so he brought it up on the broadcast about two pitches before Kirilov hit the home run. He said, he said, Kirilov promised that he would point up to him in the booth, rounding the bases if he did hit a home run. And he did as he rounded third. So that was, that was actually kind of fun. Plouffe's pretty good on those broadcasts. Yeah, he's okay. It's just that uh, you got two guys talking incessantly now instead of one. So Dick, yeah, well, Dick could Dick could go out and Dick if Dick was a beer and a cigarette guy, he could go out and do that during the. Uh, <laughs> right? He can't get a word in edgewise anymore. So if you didn't if you didn't watch the Twins, you were probably watching tennis this weekend. I mean the the oh man the five setter looked like it was. I did not watch it. I was it doing was other stuff on awesome. Sunday morning, but that was that looked like it was pretty epic. And you know what's funny? Baseball, where I, where you know. By the way, I I agree with your thing on. They want to change the rules and lengthen the games again in the postseason. Yeah, uh, you know, don't screw with what do what, what's working don't as you it. as you said. Plus, these games we're having time creep. Yes, we, we are. Three twenty eight, three oh three, and then two fifty something. And if you watch the All Star game. You also notice that they gave us at least an extra minute between each half inning, which is what they do in the postseason. Fifty seconds, yeah. So, you, the 50, so yeah. you're adding, you know, you're adding seventeen minutes already yeah. to the postseason, at least yes. eighteen minutes. So yes. no, don't no. do that. Don't mess with it. Don't but mess with it. Tennis is the opposite. Yes. If you watch it, you say, "Can these guys really do this?" Four hours and twenty-eight minutes yesterday. Right. They had one. They had one game that went, there were 38 points made in the game, you mm. know, and it went 27 minutes. That's one amazing. Game went 27 That's amazing. minutes. Yeah. This Alcaraz kid is fantastic. I mean, 
Djokovic is the greatest ever, but he's 16 year age difference. And, uh, you know, he comes out and blows him out six, one in the first uh, set. Uh, and it looks like the kid is rattled and yeah. he comes back and he wins the tiebreaker. Djokovic had won 15 straight tiebreakers. Wow. Major, I didn't realize major that. Tournaments, That's major amazing. Tournaments. The kid comes back and beats him in a tiebreaker and beats him bloody in the third set. And that's where they had the long game, I believe. Yeah. And then the fourth game, Djokovic uh, comes back and beats him. But uh, the kid, he, he has some high lobs over his head and stuff. He's fantastic. He's got that Spanish game, you know. Yeah. He's got that Spanish game with more power than Nadal ever had. But uh, With but some flair, uh, too, though. Oh, he's got it. Yeah, he's got some flair, but he's uh, he's apparently like a just a tennis nut because uh, okay. he really looks like a guy who uh, could get a date if he wanted to. He's a very uh, he's a very handsome young dynamic man, but uh, uh, I don't know. I I kind of got into tennis again because my wife and I watched that uh, that series on tennis. Oh yeah, on Netflix, it's pretty yeah. good. There's eight eight parts, and it's the angst of tennis players. You know, let's see, because the, these are all middling, you know, sure. five in the world, six in the world rated people. And the angst of what – then they, they didn't pick out the superstars, you know, they, they, they kind of the next level. And the angst they feel when they're getting ready to play a quarterfinal and – in Wimbledon or someplace, you know, that, that their whole life depends on where their career is going, depends on how that match comes out. It's, and it's kind of like boxing, you know, it's you and him and you and her, that's yeah. all that it is. And I, I like that element of the one-on-one -on -one and, and, uh, and, um, you know, and then some of the same people were, uh, were in, in, in prominent in Wimbledon, but, uh, that, that series made me more curious than I usually am at this, but then I'm watching that kid earlier in the week. I wanted to watch him play Djokovic. Yeah. And then it went on forever and ever and ever. Now I'm not saying I religiously watched all 428, but I kept uh, checking in on it. And then I watched the last two sets the whole way. So um, it was great. Is uh, it was, I mean, these guys are amazing athletes because real tennis is five sets. You got to win three, right? Yeah, yeah. That's real tennis. These yeah. all these other tournaments that aren't majors, aren't Grand Slam events, are two set. You know, yeah, they, best of three. Yeah, best of three. But five set tennis, men playing five set tennis, and they're and they're equally matched, and they're going to play for four hours. Is yeah, uh, pretty bad, pretty fantastic, and it was great. It is. It was great yesterday. I'm sure nobody watched, but it was great. I think some people watched. I I missed it. I've I've kind of like let my tennis viewing lapse. I used to watch a lot of it when I was a kid, especially you know, just kind of the I think mm -hmm. the tail end of my you know, you still had like Connors and McEnroe when I was younger, and Lendl and Boris Becker, and I, I watched a fair amount of it, and I just just don't watch as much of it as I as I used to. Maybe it's just a function of how much time i have to watch anything or how much i uh, <laughs> how much other stuff there is but hey you when you mentioned that when yeah, you mentioned i wanted the... to say one more thing about oh, yeah. what it, what's amazing is remember when the sampras came in and there were no volleys anymore it was all right. easy right yeah well now they're hitting the ball just as hard as he did and they're hitting it back 
Yes. And they're returning it. They have right. volleys starting with 130 mile an hour serve. It's yeah. incredible that the way they, they can get they can get the ball back on the other side with something on it when they're it's, this is like kind of like golf courses are figuring out how to defend themselves against the 330 yard drive. It's amazing that these guys can now defend the 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 smash now with when Serena was at his be, her best, the women were out of luck trying to return that servers. But uh, they can, you know, you can hit as hard as you want to, and unless it's unless it's well placed, they're gonna put it. They're gonna knock it back at you. So it's it's it, it was it had a boring uh, stretch to it of twenty years ago when it just became Maybe whoever that's what it was. Hit, yeah. hit the hardest serve fifteen years ago, but not now. Uh, no, it's it's great. Have you watched anyway. Have you watched the quarterback documentary yet? No, I, uh, I uh, I'm not a Kurt fan. I don't like Kurt, and uh, I mean I don't mind him as a quarterback. I don't think he's the reason they don't win games, but uh, I find him annoying. I liked him better when he was his arrogant self yeah. when he first came in. When he tried to be a nice guy, I couldn't take that. So uh, I no, I didn't I didn't watch it. Now I hear the Mahomes stuff was really good though. So. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but I've, I'm I'm making a I'm making a point of that's maybe the next big thing I need to watch because that's like a that's a that's a commitment, right? That's like five or six pretty good sized episodes. I know the uh, you know my uh, the my radio guys Mackie and Judd both watched it the first day. They were like intoxicated with it. Right. So what's interesting about it, I guess Mariotti bailed out on them. That oh. uh, they, you know they. They chose three quarterbacks, you know, and they did it well because the best in the world, and yeah. then a guy in the middle, you know, kind of Kirk, a good, yeah. good, but you know, next level, and then Mariotti, Mariota, yeah, yeah Mariota, yeah, and he, uh, yeah, let me not mistake him for Jay Mariotti, um, <laughs> Mariota, and uh, and uh, you know, but he, uh, they benched him. And then I think his wife had a baby and, and okay. baby might've been a, I, I don't know what something, there was some complication and he quit after like five weeks. So, oh, they, wow. you know, so, so it ends up being uh, just uh, Mahomes and Kirk, okay. I guess. And Kirk comes off great, I guess. So, you know, family man, they're all, right. you know, having a good old time. Although I guess it's, it's much more gamey than behind the scenes. It's hmm. it's much more based on games. I don't know. I'm okay. I might watch an episode someday, but I don't know. I never watched any of the Jordan thing. I found out it was ten weeks and said, "Nope, I'm not doing ten weeks." I'm <laughs> Even not in the middle ex- of the pandemic, you're like, "I can't be bothered with this." Not 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 ten weeks. I'm not no. watching this for okay. ten weeks. I'm not watching anything for ten I- weeks. A show that I get hooked on. So I watched not, that. Not that was really good. Not Amy, yeah, it's all BS. Did they ever tell us why he used to be parked in front of the Ambassador Hotel all the time with his car overnight while his family was living in the suburbs? Did they ever get into that part? I don't believe they, they ever did. About, how about his gambling? They get into that? Uh, yeah, some things we don't talk about anymore. Um, yeah. Hey, before before we go, um, so I was I texted you this last night as so I was trying to think of show topics, and it struck me that. This offseason for the Wolves, the Wild, and the Vikings collectively, and they don't owe any of this to us, so I'm not mad at them or anything like that, but it just strikes me that these have been three pretty vanilla offseasons. No real 
drama again you know, early on we had the you know the cousins where they restructured him and kind of made it so that he's going to be a free agent but that's not going to really come to a head until march next year there's the cat stuff but it doesn't seem like much is going to happen there the wild they went and got a guy the guy that's won three cups he's good in the room but that's about the the extent of their off season there's no there's nothing real nothing you can really sink your teeth into with any of these teams right now in terms of off field off season drama unless you want to try to manufacture it well, uh, I read on uh, Microsoft that uh, Cat got <laughs> traded, so, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, it. I I still don't. I I, I saw you and Hein uh, had a little discussion on this. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't know how they get away with not trading Cat, but I, I don't either. I don't you either. Run but it, you run it back, and then what? I, <laughs> then I don't what? know trade him like trade him at the trade deadline like that doesn't make any yeah, sense if you, yeah, if you... Then, yeah but then what if you, what if what if you say what you're trying to do is working what if you're yeah. fifth in the league or right something in the division then what yeah then what <laughs> but then we're gonna trade him you know or you're gonna I, hang I, on to him and then have to trade him in the offseason anyway it doesn't make any sense and then hey if you wait till next year to do it, you've got to take back another fourteen million in salary. Like it, the, you're still going to have the same salary problem if you wait to trade him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are. And here's the other thing: is somebody said this to me though, and they're right. Okay. Here's the problem: you're going to get rid of Cat. Cat's got his flaws. Okay. Yeah. But you, he's. Five, you five times rather have him than Rudy Gobert, but you got yourself in a situation where you're stuck with Rudy Gobert, and you're gonna have to trade this guy because yeah. you're because you made this ungodly, stupid trade. It's uh, you know, and we all thought. I don't think any of us. I had no idea when they made the trade, and I said, "Oh, okay." How much money they? I never looked to see how ungodly yeah. much money they had. No wonder Utah wanted to get rid of him. How yeah. could they? What does he make? Fifty one year? Does he get to fifty? I don't think he gets to. I don't know if he gets to fifty, but he's he's at four. He's like forty this year, forty three next year. He might get to fifty by the end of that thing when he's like, when he's like in his mid thirties, and the way he's going to be great then, isn't he? If he's if he's already uh, starting to break. You start. If he's already starting to kind of downslide now. Like, what's he going to be in? three years when he's making all that Byron Buxton. That's what he's going to be. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, yeah. So you're, they're not going to, if, if they're going to run it back, as they say, then signing ants, I guess is, uh, is the deal, but you all figured that was going to happen. So nothing. Yeah. yeah, It's pretty boring there. They brought in nobody's to, you know, help them out. So, they still don't have a backup point guard. They're going to bring back Jordan McLaughlin again. It was terrible. Yeah. So, uh, and then, then the we, we knew this was coming with the Wild that they couldn't do anything. Dumb yeah. was still out there, by the way. He hasn't got a deal yet. Yeah. Right. Dumb no, he hasn't. No, he's I, still free agent. Yeah. And uh, but they can't bring in. They don't have any money to bring him back because they got pamper. Have they signed the goalie yet? No. That he he's, he's got like a. His arbitration hearing is in like two yeah. and a half weeks, and I'm sure they'll come to some kind of mm-hmm. none of these. I'm just reading Sarah's story. None of these arbitration things usually ever go to the hearing, actually. So they'll probably his his deal probably get done in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, you knew they were uh, doing nothing, nothing uh, off season, and then yeah. uh, you know the Vikings haven't really done anything. 
that's interesting, except get rid of Dalvin Cook, who still doesn't have a job. No, he doesn't yeah. either. Yeah, you know how the, the Hollywood screenwriters are uh, on um, strike? Yeah. yeah. Running back should go on strike. <laughs> they should all refuse to show up. Anybody who's a running back, uh, rookies, anywhere, they shouldn't. They should all refuse to show up. And uh, if somebody calls them and tells them that uh, they get, they got to form their own union to get their own uh, contract, it's unbelievable. He, they, they must be trying to pay him three, four million or something. I don't know. Yeah, these guys it, get squeezed. They get. I mean, it'll be something too if the, if the running backs went on strike, but football went on and they had to use like non-union <laughs> running backs. They were just yeah, like battling. nobody know the difference. Yeah, some guy from St. Cloud State, which doesn't play football anymore, and show up. You know, like one lucky uh, fan is pulled from the stands every game and gets to play running right. backs. Used to do goalies in the NHL. Oh yeah, the, the emergency goalies. Those were well, great. They were so cheap back in the days that they didn't have a backup goalie. You know, so yeah, it has been a boring off season. And uh, you know, it's funny because uh, when we do this on Mondays for months, there was so much to talk about. You couldn't, uh, you, you know, there was. Every Monday there were six things going on locally. Yeah. Now there's nothing going on. So we'll get there again. We'll get there again. We we, we oh, still yeah. we still always manage to talk about interesting stuff. We we make it fun. We make it interesting. But uh, yeah, there's these teams need to these teams need to help us out a little bit. I'm sure they will. I just just by just by kind of manifesting this by by, by talking about it. I'm sure that something you know between now this, and and next Monday, something dramatic will happen. Just think how dull it would be if the Twins were actually good. We wouldn't have anything. To, They're in the first place. Had, if the Twins first... had filled up, filled the, played the expectations, we'd have nothing to talk That's true. about. true. Nothing to complain yeah. about, at least. Well, yeah, I don't know. We, we still we still managed to be like half negative, half positive, even after a sweep where they gained three <laughs> games. So there's there's yeah. that. Boy, it's uh, my whitey, so. It might be over because they're going to trade everybody, but they beat the Braves twice in a row. How'd that happen? Unbelievable. Yeah, they're going to trade their pitchers, aren't they? I think I've seen. Oh the yeah, they're going to they're going to trade everybody. You got to know Reinsdorf, who's about ninety now, is just irritated as yeah, hell. But they can't be better. When he gets, when he gets grumpy, he's uh, get rid of everybody. You know, so. <laughs> Fire everybody. Uh, All righty. All right, Patrick. Well, appreciate it. We'll see you next maybe, week. Uh, maybe Cat will be gone next week, and then we'll have something to talk about. That would do it. That would do it. All right. Bye. All right, sure.